Hello, Scott Hamilton back with another podcast review. I'm Rockfile, and this is a review of The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt on PlayStation 4. First question I'm going to get is, why are you reviewing a game that's four years old? Well, I'm a big Witcher fan. I have all three games on the PC. I played Witcher 1 and 2. They're from a small company who did this all on their own without big budgets and the big AAA stuff that EA and the other companies have. And always was a surreal experience. They did a great job. There were some growing pains with the first one, some bug issues to work out. Second one was better. Third one is just a massive achievement. But anyway, I got a free copy of the complete edition of Witcher 3 on PlayStation Plus last year sometime. And when I get those, I don't always download them, play them immediately. I just add them to my library because it's part of the PlayStation Plus deal. You get a couple free games every month and you can just bank those things. You own them for as long as you're a PlayStation Plus, you know, member. So after watching the series like most people on Netflix I wanted more and I'm like you know it's been so long since I've played that game and I've never played it on PlayStation why don't I boot it up and give it a shot see what it looks like compared to today's games and and see how it goes I'm addicted I've been playing non-stop for almost a week um I've encountered only one real bug uh right as it saved a game when I was doing something pretty intensive It crashed, and that's the first time I've had a PlayStation game crash in quite some time. But other than that, it's been a very smooth experience. I mean, this game's been out for four years. It's been patched. It works well. The graphics look great. Gameplay is great. It's an old-school role-playing game done extremely well with over 100 hours of content. Seriously, when these new multiplayer games come out and they talk about the nine-hour campaign that comes with them, I have to laugh because for the same or even much lower price now, you can get this game with over 100 hours of content. Pay 10 or 20 bucks for it? Compare that to a movie that's two hours. Compare that to an album that's an hour. You know, that kind of thing. It's an amazing value for the money if you play these kind of single-player games. Uh, It begins with the characters you know. It's a little farther in the timeline of their adventures than the series started with. But if you're familiar with Yennefer, Ciri, and Geralt you're going to have a blast with this game. It is an open world. You can do whatever you want. What I really like about it, I'm so used to games like Skyrim, where you get into a dialogue tree and you have to finish the dialogue. There are points in in conversations in The Witcher where you're like, you know what, screw this, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) And you get out of the dialogue and you start a fight. And I will give you a few recommendations if you've never played the game. In the beginning, stick to the roads. Don't just take off across the forest or across the wilderness. You will run into things that are more powerful than you. Once you get above 5th to 10th level, give or take, then you can kind of branch out on your own and you'll run into things that are kind of equal to you or less and you can get through it. But it's no fun to get killed off in one of these games early. Fortunately, the, the autosave saves pretty often, and you don't really lose much when you die. Um, if you've read the books, this is a good adaptation. If you've watched the series, you'll feel right at home. Uh, the guy that voice acts the Witcher, well, very much Henry Cavill modeled his character on the video game version. He's read the books, but he's a huge fan of the games, and his version of Witcher is pretty much what you play in the game. And... You do get options and choices. You can be as good or as bad as you want. 
And it's it's fun to play in that gray area in the game where you take sides and, and maybe some people you don't agree with and you just want to fight them instead of dealing with them and negotiating with them. There is a fun card game to play in it. It takes a little while to get the hang of it, but and you will probably get your butt beat quite a bit in the beginning. But I highly recommend playing that because it unlocks some other things in the game. It's got some good uh, quests that go along with it. I have been playing nonstop for a week. My character is about 16th level now, and there's still quests and stuff it recommends I need to be over 30th level to get to. There is a massive amount of information in this game of things to learn, of things to discover, of things to see. Uh, I've done things in this role-playing game I've never done in another role-playing game like I acted in a play. I mean, there are things to do in this game that you've not done in Skyrim or the other role-playing games of their ilk, like Dragon Age and some of the others out there. I highly, highly recommend it if you've never played it. And if you haven't played it in years, pick it up again. It is perfect for someone who's watched the Netflix series and wants more and knows it's going to be quite a while before we get season two. This can be like your season two. Uh, and it's it's much longer than eight hours of television. It's over a hundred hours of content. The complete version comes with two add-ons, which also add quite a bit, but you need to be over 30th level to even try and attempt some of those quests uh, that come along with the, the add-ons that were the downloadable content that was released after the game came out. So I highly recommend the complete edition. You can get it for 10 to 20 bucks on any console or, or PC service now. Um, it, it's definitely worth playing. If you like role-playing games, I'm surprised you haven't already played it. It's one of the best role-playing games of all time. And for fans of the Netflix series, it just continues the fun. Although the bard in this one doesn't sing as much as he does in, in the Netflix series. Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, still one of the greatest role-playing games I've ever played. It's a, it's a very good game on the PlayStation. Uh, I have PS4, I don't have PS Plus, so I can't tell you how much better it might look on the PS Pro, I mean. Um, and I've never played it on Xbox, so I couldn't tell you about that either. But highly recommend the game. It All in all, it, whether on PC or PlayStation, it's been a blast to play, and it's, it's quite lengthy to get into. So plan to spend some time and really get into the Witcher world. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. I'm a bit of a gamer. I'm a music nerd. Uh, I'm a movie buff. We've got my year-end list coming. I just had to do this because I've been playing it for like a week, and I figured, well, the main reason I did this review is there are more people playing Witcher 3 now than when it came out in 2015. So if that tells you anything about how popular the Netflix series is, there's more people playing it on PC and the consoles than ever before, which is fantastic. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Ask Google Assistant about Rockfile. Uh, ask Alexa about listening to Rockfile on Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs>